Rob Bro. He's your sports bro at KKAM.com and the Talk 1340 app. You guys are not doing any pass blocking. You're just stepping aside and letting them walk in. Pop, 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 pop. That's what I want. All of you around that ball. What's wrong with y'all? Y'all play like some little girls. Y'all like y'all never play football before. These guys are nothing. You hear me? They breathe just like we do. Yes, they sweat just like we do. Do you hear me? They went through two days. We went through two days in 110 degree heat. Yes, sir. I want you to hit everything to move. If the ref gets in your way, you hit him. Okay, then let's play. But that's cheating us too. That gives us two. This is our team. This is us. Let's go right now. Let's get it off now. Let's go. Bro Show Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. And just enjoy the I am the host, Rob Rowe. You are the co-host. 806-855-3712. Here in the Arctic Air Studios, it was 36 degrees this morning, pretty Arctic. Now it's what, 65? Let's see. 55. It's going to be 61 today. Low tonight, 25. This is the best slash worst weather. When it's hoodie weather and then like not even light jacket weather. And it's all in the same day. Welcome to Lubbock. Uh, it's crazy though. It's, it's happening in January. This is like November weather we're having. We had winter for like two days. I'm probably jinxing us real bad. Is it going to snow this weekend? Am I am I bringing snow? It's gonna be seventeen inches of snow this weekend. To be a winter wa- wasteland. Uh, anyways, text off the text line. What was that intro? The locker room speech. It's from uh, Friday Night Lights, the movie, not the TV show. Act like you never played football before. We got a lot of texts from the Raiderland. We'll also talk about uh, what we want to talk about today. It's Power Rank Thursdays. You can Power Rank anything you want, then send it in. I'm going to Power Rank the Sweet 16 slash Final Four locations. There's a distant five. We'll Power Rank uh, Hyatt's boot usage. We'll also Power Rank the Texas Tech... Big 12 basketball landscape. Um, where does Texas Tech rank in the power ranking of the Big 12? We keep saying they're good and fighting with Texas about how Tech basketball is good. But where do they land in a, a deep, deep sea that is the Big 12 basketball world? You could be ranked 25th and 7th in the Big 12. 8th in the Big 12. That's just how it works in the Big 12. As I said in the previous hour on the Raiderland, which you can listen to 11 to 1 on Talk 1340, uh, and sometimes on ESPN 960, the Big 12 basketball world is what SEC football wishes it was. 
The SEC football world likes to say that this is who they are. That's what the Big 12 basketball world really is. They're better than you. They're deeper than you. In 2019, it took a terrible call in overtime for Texas Tech to lose to Virginia. Who's won the national championships since that day? Kansas and Baylor were the two best teams in basketball when COVID shut the world down. One of those two teams would have won a national championship. You can't convince me otherwise. And then they won back-to-back championships in the following years. Baylor hammered everyone on their way. Kansas won last year. The Big 12 or the field for a national championship every year, I'll take the bet. Big 12 or the field, I'll take the bet. Even though it's highly unlikely Kansas will go back-to-back, they are the overall one seed right now. If the season ended and the tournament started today, Kansas would be the one seed. You lost to them by three, and because of your non-conference wins, you wouldn't be in the tournament if the season ended today. Well, that means they're a bad team. No. It means Louisville and Georgetown and Creighton are bad teams. And they help you zero. Creighton beat you when they were playing their best basketball ever and have not won a lot since. Louisville is the worst Louisville team. And I'm not being, this is not, uh, this is not, uh, what's the word? Well, I, well, what's the word? Uh, hy- uh, hyperbole. Well, I had to dig deep in the recess, go to the Mind Palace for hyperbole. This is not hyperbole. This is the worst Louisville team ever. This is the worst Louisville basketball team ever. Did you expect that when you when you got them on the schedule when you went when you agreed to go to Maui? No. You beat them by forty. Who cares? Georgetown is setting records for losing streaks in the Big East. You expected something. Creighton would have been a really good win at the time. And then you lost to them. Ohio State would have been a good win. You lost to them. You got a bunch of wins. They're all quad four wins. You don't have a, you don't have a, they don't want you to know what a quad one win is. If you know, you know, but you just have a bunch of quad four wins. But in the Big 12 landscape, you're right there. See, it's a nuanced conversation. But you can only play who's on your schedule. That doesn't make you bad. It just is the nature of the schedule. What's the back half of the schedule? It's the toughest schedule in college basketball because you have to play Big 12 teams every week. And that's not just me saying that. That is metric and analytics and and fact-based. Go look at the remaining strength of schedule. Look at the top 10. And look at the conference beside the top, not the top 12, not 10 of the top 15, not 10 of 20, 10 of 10, Big 12 teams. 
Let's clean up the text messages from the Raiderland and then get to some power rankings on Power Ranking Thursday. Uh, we were talking about the worst things you'd forgotten, making fun of Texas A&M for forgetting their uniforms. Seems like an important thing to have. As a high school umpire, uh, he forgot his cup. Uh, in a high school plate assignment, when both pitchers threw 85, game went to extras. Kind of stayed more behind the catcher uh, than ever. Escaped untagged. Congrats to you. Even if it was the Plainview Mavericks, I'd rather go see Texas Tech play. I'm not an NBA fan. All right, Texter. I don't remember what that was for, but congratulations. I would take Aaron Rodgers over Peyton. Peyton would be on the phone the whole trip doing bidding. Aaron could give you the lowdown on Danica. Yeah. And uh, Olivia Munn and uh, Shailene Woodley and Blue Cornflower. What's her name now? What, who's, his, uh, who's his wife now? Blue, Blue Sunflower? Blue Bonnet? What's her name? She's got a strange name. Bluebird? Blue something. Uh, for a quarterback duo on an eight-hour road trip, I would go with Mahomes and Harold, just chilling with Mahomes, talking tech. Hey, Rob, did you ever do your homework on those movies and rewatch Hoosiers? No, I have not yet. Part for the course on me and homework, though. You know what? I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get back to you on that. I, I got to find it first. If you can tell me where Hoosiers is streaming for free, I'm not going to go buy Hoosiers. Or if somebody has a copy of Hoosiers they want to send me, I will rewatch Hoosiers. Uh, this off the text line. Texas Tech needs to start winning games or their tournament resume is in serious jeopardy. <laughs> yes. I, I know this uh, was sent in, in all seriousness. And I love the texters. I love you texting into the show. But and I'm just... I'm not saying this. I'm just saying it was my first thought. And I go through this a lot. I don't say a lot of things that are my first thoughts. I usually say my second or third thought. My first thoughts are incredibly dangerous. I would get beaten up so much or in a lot of fights physically if I said the first thing that came to my mind all the time. I have a very good filter. And if you're like, wow, Rob... What you say is filtered? Yes. You should see the deep recesses of this dark mind. Uh, Texas, this is the first thing I thought of when I read this text. I'll be honest. Uh, I'm going to read the text again and then say the first thing that popped into my mind. Well, really the second thing. I can't say the first thing, but I'll, I'll filter it even for you. Uh, Texas Tech needs to start winning games where their tournament resume is in serious jeopardy. Duh! <laughs> hey, if Texas Tech doesn't win basketball games, they won't go to the tournament. Duh. And again, Texture, I love you. Uh, thanks for texting in. But duh. Yes, Texas Tech needs to win basketball games. Everyone does. That's how you get to the tournament. I, Yeah. Congratulations. You figured out how to make the tournament. Win games. Easier said than done. Now, 
do you have some valuable expertise on how they can win games? Like, have better defense from your guys that are scoring? Because you got to keep those guys on the floor. Have better defense from your starters. Have more consistent effort on both ends of the floor from your offensive players. Have Daniel Bacho not sick. Get Fardaz back for 15 minutes a game. Not even back, just in. And we've been skirting this fine line. Is Texas Tech basketball good, yes or no? Are they good or bad? They're good. You have to be better than good to win Big 12 games. Like, that's the deal. You have to be great to win a bunch of Big 12 games. The next game on the schedule, Oklahoma, in my opinion, is a must-win for both teams. For both teams. It would have been a lot better for Texas Tech if Oklahoma had lost or hadn't lost to Iowa State last night. If they beat Iowa State, they're a lot less desperate. Now you have a desperate Oklahoma team on the road at 6 o'clock on a Saturday in January. Students might be back by then. Of course, I thought the crowd against Kansas was amazing for during the break. All right, the guy that says they need to start winning games has texted back in. Here he goes. Uh, to follow up, I feel Texas is a good team. I feel Tech is a top five Big 12 team but hasn't shown it. Was talking to your point of Tech cannot make the tournament and be a good team. Sure, but let's start winning and settle the debate. Yeah. Yeah. Out of context, Techs just kind of seem <laughs> obvious sometimes. And I get it. There's a there's a delay and you're texting in, and I get it. I, I wasn't really trying to hammer the texture, but yes, big. if you want to prove you're a good team, you have to win games. I think they can. But I will maintain... That a 3-13 and 13 Big 12 team, 16 games into a Big 12 season, can still be labeled as a good team. I Disagree all you want, but if you're in an elite conference, you can be a good team and lose a bunch of basketball games. And play semantics, talk about, well, if you're not winning, you're not good. Okay. And I understand living that linear life, but there's a very nuanced conversation here. If the Big 12 is the best team in the conference, the best conference in the country, and you're playing a bunch of close games, you're competitive in the most competitive league. I mean, it's not like you're getting blown out by TCU. You did in the second half. You're not getting blown out by Kansas. You lost by three. And... You had a, a non-foul called when Pop Isaacs drove to the bucket. Now, if Bacho doesn't play this weekend because of his finger, that looked like it was sideways when he showed it on TV. If Pop Isaac and the rumors about uh, maybe a concussion are true and he doesn't play this weekend, and Davian Harmon plays like he's played the last two games, and you get TCU Kevin O'Banner and not Tournament O'Banner that's played in the four of the last five, you can't beat Oklahoma. I, but we'll see. I mean, there's variables in every game. All right, let's take the break. We're way over. Uh, we'll take the break. We'll come back. We'll start power ranking stuff. It's open on the text line, 806 855
3712. It's Power Ranking Thursdays. We'll power rank the Sweet 16 Elite Eight Final Four locations in this year's tournament. We'll also power rank the Big 12. We'll get to that. It's Rob Rush Show Talk 103.9 News, Money, Sports. Rob Rose Show Talk, 103.9 News, Money Sports. I am the host, you are the co host, 806 3712 is the text line, 806 3712. This off the text line, Rob, please comment. I will. A tech fan on Twitter said they did not count the game versus Kansas a loss because they played hard and the officiating was so Jayhawks biased. So it's 29 wins and still counting? No. No, it, it was a loss. And I, there were several times in the game where I thought, why wasn't that called? Uh, particularly on the baseline, Kevin McCuller did not have the ball in his hands and got called. A, a defensive foul was called. and Nobody had the ball. And they, they said it was a, that Kevin had possession, he didn't. And then there was, uh, uh, Robert Jennings got tackled. And then there was one other, maybe. And then obviously the final play of the game. And, and in the game, I'm a fan. I'm yelling at the officials. I, I'm, I'm screaming. I, I'm doing all the stuff that normal fans do. Uh, but after the game, I'm not a blame the official guy. I, I just am not. I talk about officiating a lot because I think it's so poor. But you know what it is? It's poor for everyone. It is. There was a moment in the Oklahoma-Iowa State game in the final 10 seconds where Oklahoma's inbounding the ball, or Iowa State is inbounding the ball. Uh, the guys bump legs, gets tackled, no call, bounces off Oklahoma, goes out of bounds. Bounces off Iowa State, goes out of bounds. Sorry. So Oklahoma got another shot. Iowa State gets the ball back. They win by three, so it didn't matter. But another no call. And in the Big 12, if you're just going to give it a free-for-all in the final 10 seconds of every game, why wouldn't you just hammer people? Just be as aggressive as you want. But the next time somebody gets his hand clipped or doesn't get to land in his circle uh, shooting a three, we're going to shoot three free throws because Big 12 officiating is inconsistent. If anything, they're inconsistent. I guess they're so consistent in being inconsistent, it won't matter. This off the text line. (laughs) Um. Win streaks and pressure of never losing is only fun for as long as you win, but pressure and failure possibly grows. 
uh, yeah. I don't know that uh, the team was thinking about a 29-game home winning streak and that's why they folded against Kansas. I don't feel that. Uh, and I also don't feel like they folded. They played really well. But again, I keep saying Texas Tech basketball is good. Kansas is better. They're more veteran. They have more returning from last year. They've played together longer. Their freshman is as good as Pop Isaacs, but he's 6'8", and doesn't have to start because there's that many guys on the team. He does start, but he doesn't have to. But again, you, you look at that box score from Kansas, the bench, the benches, very even. Eight points to nine points. They had two guys score off the bench. The starters, fairly even. They might have had three, four in double figures. You had three in double figures. You lost by three, and Daniel Bacho was at 62% last night. Two nights ago, whenever it was. And we're here arguing if Texas Tech is good or not. It's just painfully obvious to me. Texas Tech basketball is a good team. Well, they almost lost to Northwestern. Okay, TCU did lose to Southern. And they're 2-0 and in the Big 12. Beat you and TCU and Baylor were down by 10 in both, beat Baylor in Waco with the saddest swag surfer of all time. You get to play him this weekend. I think Oklahoma's a pivotal game for Texas Tech. Again, if if Texas Tech loses to Oklahoma, and you might be shorthanded this weekend, but if you lose to Oklahoma, it's a much more dire conversation than it is today. TCU and Kansas both projected to be better than Texas Tech this year. You lost to them. I'm not spilling too much milk over that. You lose to Oklahoma and you're you're starting to get a little shaken to where you stand. But again, the national championship appearance team had a lot more returning, were, were highly thought of, were ranked, and lost... Four games in a row in Big 12 play. I think they were four and four. Then went on a run. Is this that team? No. It's not. But could this team beat anybody on any given night in the Big 12? Yes. That's what. That's how the Big 12 works. You lost two. Get back on the horse. What this team needs is some confidence. What this team needs is to prove that they can do it. And once you see yourself do it, it'll happen more often. Again, I think this weekend is very, very important. We've got our first Big 12 basketball power ranking. Here it is, Kansas, Kansas State, Texas, TCU, West Virginia, Texas Tech, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, Baylor, Oklahoma. I'm in for 8, 9, and 10. 
I'm in for 8, 9, and 10 in Oklahoma State, Baylor, and Oklahoma. Texas right now is intriguing. With Rodney Terry as the head coach of Texas, I just don't know what they are. I don't. Kansas State sure does seem like a hell of a basketball team. Kansas, rightfully at number one. I'm not going to argue at Kansas State at this point at number two. TCU, I'd put three. We'll work out the middle after this. It's the Rob Bro Show on Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. Power Ranking Thursday. If you want to send some random power rankings in, you can. You can power rank your favorite 90s country music stars. You could power rank the Sweet 16 Elite 8 Final Four locations. I'm going to do that when we come back, too. We'll also finish this Big 12 power ranking in the basketball world. It's the Rob Rose Show. Talk 103.9 News. Money Sports. Um. Welcome back. Rob Russo. Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. We haven't uh, power ranked the NFL yet either. We'll get to that. Trust you, me. We'll also get into a few more text messages. We'll start with this one Big 12 power rankings. Uh, I'll start from the bottom Texas Tech, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Baylor. Uh, at number four, the Austin Police, Travis County Defense uh, District Attorney. Uh, Kansas State, Kansas, and the number one of the Big 12 Power Rankings, John Higgins and the rest. I can't argue. Can't argue with that one. I will say this. There's wind in the wire, some smoke or whatever, about uh, Chris Beard and the resolution in that. Uh, And I understand that that is a story in the Big 12. I get it. It just, it's not on my radar. It it just is not. And if that is a situation that plays out legally and he coaches again or doesn't coach again, I guess I'll talk about it when they play Texas Tech. But to me, I'm not hot and bothered on Chris Beard coaching or not coaching or fired or not fired or suspended or not suspended. When that has a resolution, I'll discuss it. But in the meantime, I just, I don't know why people are so uptight about it. And I get it. It's a big story, but it was a big story. Uh, This off the text line, are you a boot or shoe guy, Rob? And what pair of Jordans do you own? I am a shoe guy. I generally wear Hey Dudes every day. Got a couple of pairs of those. I've not worn or owned Jordans in a while. 
I did used to be a Jordan guy. Used to be a Jordan guy. Um, had some. Well, I had some Air Force Ones. Those aren't Jordans, but Nikes, all white. Uh, I do not remember the pair of Jordans I owned. I had some. I had. I was a. I had some Shacks. I had the Kobe's that looked like boats. I had some uh, T Max. I had some others. I I wasn't just a Jordan guy. And then in my adult life, I've had maybe one or two pairs of Jordans. But I just I wear Hey Dudes mostly now. Jeans, polo. Uh, I'm not I'm not a exciting. Uh, I, I'm not a fashionista. Mostly gray shirts. Black socks, low top, hey dudes. Top five, 90s music, I enjoy. Oh, they're coming for you. They are coming for you. Oh, yeah. This is my, this is my people right here. Uh, number one, Brooks and Dunn. Number two, Bo Cephas. Number three, Wayne and the Train, Hancock. Number four, Tracy Lawrence. Number five, Clint Black. Where's George Strait? He was better in the 80s. Uh, power ranking schools I hate the most in college sports. Starting at 10, Baylor, all sports. Ohio State, football. Arkansas, all sports. Alabama, football. Notre Dame, all sports. Virginia, basketball. OU, football. Kansas, basketball. TCU, all sports. Texas, all sports. I mean, it's in the name of the t- the text here. Power ranking schools I hate. You you seem like a hater. Seem like you hate winners. Uh, TCU and Baylor, totally understandable divisional uh, rivals there, in state rivals, on your level rivals. Texas, understandable. Everybody hates them. Oklahoma football, they win a lot. I understand hating them. Notre Dame, everybody hates them. It's like the Yankees. Uh, Alabama, sure, hate the team that wins all the time. Arkansas, yeah. And I would love to hate Arkansas as a rival. Late bandwagon. Play Arkansas. Play play them in baseball every year. Put them on the football schedule. If you could have a rotation of Ole Miss, Mississippi State, and Arkansas... And Texas, whoever... So just pick me four, four SEC schools on an eight-year rotation, home and away. Yeah. Pick two of them. Just go back and forth between Arkansas and Texas. Home and away. I am in. I love hating Arkansas. And you know what? Play them in basketball every year. Play them in baseball every year. Play Arkansas at some double-A park in between, triple-A park in between. Go to Biloxi again and play Arkansas. Meet Arkansas in Amarillo at Hodgetown. You Find a way. Find a way. Play them home and home. Put Arkansas on the schedule. I am in. Early season weekend. Late season midweek. When we talk about regional rivalries, 
or regional teams that Texas Tech can find. That's about as regional as you can get for high-level competition, not in conference, that you could play every other year. Put them on the schedule. Back to the text line. Texas Tech's Coach Adams was higher on any player he recruited to play at Tech. Fardaz Amex, 6'11". Player with amazing athleticism, but his foot injury delayed healing, and he has not even taken the court this year. Fardaz was salvaged from the transfer portal. Can he make a difference if he plays? Will they use him and Bacho at the same time on the court? Um, No. I don't think so. I think I think Bacho will play about 25 minutes. And I think Fardaz will play about 15. The the less you can play of Bacho down the stretch, the better. And then he can get his 30 minutes a game in in tournament play. Does Fardaz make a difference? Yes. It's silly to say he won't. Does he transform this team into some transcendent elite uh, Final Four team? I don't think it's that big of a difference. But anytime you put another 6'11", two-time conference player of the year, I don't care what conference, back on the floor, he can to work in, he can work into making a difference. Yes. Yes. It's important that he comes back. How important? How many minutes? What does he work back to? Those are all questions you can have. But yes, on the floor, he's better than off the floor. Texas head coach, Mark Adams. Uh, that's a text. I did not say that. That is a text. I don't know why they would put that in the atmosphere. I don't I don't think that's true. But it has been said. Uh, the Austin American Statesman is reporting Chris Beard has been fired per Kirk Bowles. Fired for cause today, last day of play. See, I told you there was wind in the wire, but I again. Until it's official, and uh, this texter is saying it is, it is what it is. If I could get there on Twitter, we will confirm. Now, as far as Chris Beard goes, Rodney Terry is going to coach the rest of this uh, season. I... Are you, are you putting them up? In the power rankings? Are you putting them down in the power rankings without Chris Beard? What does Chris Beard do? Texas basketball officially has parted ways with Chris Beard. Texas has parted ways with Chris Beard. John Rothstein. Tony Pawlewski. The University of Texas has fired head basketball coach Chris Beard. Jeff Goodman. Texas has fired Chris Beard. Gary Parrish. Breaking. Texas has fired Chris Beard. Thank you, Gary. Five minutes after everybody else. Breaking! Oh, here's Matt Norlander. Seven minutes after everybody else. Breaking! Why do you? Why do people put that? You're not breaking any news, Matt. CBS Sports has learned. Sources say. Yeah, everyone else on Twitter, Matt. Uh, Will Kane. Will Kane. I have not seen a Will Kane tweet in a long time. Uh, Chip Brown. All right. Ah, well, okay. Enough... Enough confirmation there. I, I really, I really 
I mean, it's, I'm not surprised. It, it really does not make a ripple to me if uh, Beard was fired or not fired. He's been fired. All right, we can all move on with our lives. Uh, we'll come back. We'll power rank the NFL. We'll power rank the Big 12 quickly. It's Rob Bro Show. Talk 103.9 News, Money Sports. Show Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. I'm sure people want to talk to uh, talk more about Chris Beard, but I just it happened. I thought it would happen the whole time. It happened. It's over. Move on. Uh, top five nineties country artists for me. This is from the texter. Garth Brooks, nineties Kenny Chesney, Tim McGraw. Brooks and Dunn, Terry Clark. Chris Beard fired. UT termination. Chris Beard fired. Ah, yeah. Chris Beard, Chris Beard, Chris Beard. All right, we'll move on. Uh, Texas Tech basketball. Where do they fit in the Big 12 power rankings? It's tough. It's tough. Let's do the NFL real quick. Uh, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, top three in the AFC. Does it matter on the rest? I don't know. I guess I'll I'll lean Chargers. Jags? Nah. In the NFC, I have no idea. If Gardner Minshew's playing in the playoffs and it's worse than they thought for Jalen Hurts, the Eagles are not in the mix. The 49ers nearly lost to the Raiders. The Vikings got pelted by the Green Bay Packers. The Lions are what they are. Are the Cowboys number one in the NFC? Is there another team? Is there a dark horse? Have the Bucks turned a corner? Ah... Cowboys, ugh. Cowboys, Eagles, 49ers, eh. I don't know. Vikings, Lions. Ugh. I have no idea what to do with the NFC. I really don't. And I hate, I hate, legitimately hate putting the Cowboys first. Uh, this texter, Chiefs, Bengals, Bills, Chargers, Ravens. Man, Tyler Huntley, is he healthy? Is he playing? Are they on their third string quarterback? Is he going to stick around? NFC Niners, Eagles, Cowboys, Vikings, Lions. Jalen Hurts is the key. Jalen Hurts is the key. Jared Stidham nearly outdueled Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is what he is. He's going to win some games, but he's not he's not a difference maker. He never was. This text, so does Beard have to return the silk pajamas? I think those are complimentary. 
They probably asked him not to wear them out because they're burnt orange with Longhorn on them. But all right, I'm going to give you some tears because I'm a cheater. No, I'll give you a straight up. Uh, Kansas, number one in the Big 12. I think they're the best team in the Big 12. Uh, other than that, I think it's wide. I really do think it's wide open. And I think Kansas is going to lose some games. I don't think they're untouchable. I really don't. I mean, Texas Tech almost beat them. It, the, the, the next four or five teams, I think, are really close. And I'm going to I'm going to drop them in this order. I'm going to put TCU 2. I know they lost to Southern. Yeah. I'll put Kansas State next. I think I'm going to put Iowa State at 4. They almost lost to Oklahoma. Yeah, it was in Norman. Uh, Baylor is ranked, but they won't be next week. I'm really trying to figure out what this means for Texas. They still have all that talent. They're still talented. But say what you want about Chris Beard. He is a really good basketball coach. They hired Chris Beard and not Rodney Terry at the start. And now they have Rodney Terry and and Ogden and a black cloud. Maybe they respond now that he's actually fired and not around the program. Maybe there was some uncertainty. But Texas also barely escaped Oklahoma and then got the 115 scored on it by Kansas State. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Texas Tech uh, next. I am. I think they're that good. And then Texas, Baylor. OU, Oklahoma State. Oh, you know what? West Virginia. West Virginia is in front of uh, Texas Tech for sure. Maybe not for sure at the end, but for sure right now. So that's uh, Kansas, TCU, Kansas State, West Virginia, Iowa State, Texas Tech, Texas, Baylor, OU, Oklahoma State. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. West Virginia might be really good. They're surprising me right now. Uh, Rob, your 90s country top five. It's a great question. I would really love to power rank interstates. You'd love for me to power rank interstates. Uh, That'll be something I'll have to do a little more research on. Uh, 27, 20, really all I'm driving on most most days. Uh, Rumors are that Texas has reached out to Dana White for the vacant coaching job. Dana White. Yeah, sure. Make him the president of basketball operations. I will tweet out my 90s country power rankings later today. Follow me on Twitter at Rob Bro Show. Hell of a show. Final word on Chris Beard. I'm sure we'll talk about it a lot tomorrow on the Raiderland at 11 a.m. He got fired. I thought they would fire him. He got fired. I'm not surprised it took this long. There was lots of legal jargon involved. I would not be surprised to see a lawsuit follow. It is what it is. We'll continue to follow the story because it's happening. But I don't know. I'm not 
incredibly interested in uh, talking about that every day. We'll see what happens tomorrow on the Raiderland 11 a.m. with Ryan Hyatt. I've been Rob Bro. We'll see you then. The views and opinions expressed by the participants on this Talk 1340 program are not necessarily the views of Talk 1340, its advertisers, staff, management, or Town Square Media.